If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great iron and hard top, it's Kevlu and Steve since the sandbox. Since the sandbox fans, welcome back to the sandbox. And guys, actually, official, we could we can name this place the sandbox instead of the tank. I think it's uh, only right at, at this point in time. Um, but guys, this is a really interesting episode. We're going through a lot of our rankings for the positions uh, this year. And now we're we're jumping in with our wide receiver rankings. So our 10 to 6, our 5 to 1. Guys, I'm going to hop in first at 10. And I have Mike Evans here. Uh, Matt, that's not because he's your favorite player. I just think Mike Evans produced this year. And, you know, Tom Brady being his quarterback, he's definitely made him a lot better. So I, I like Mike Evans in my top 10. I don't know how you guys are going to feel about that. Nine, I definitely don't know how you're going to feel about this one. But the rookie balled out. And I have Justin Jefferson. I mean, 1,400 receiving yards. I mean, how can you really not have him in there? Kid was really good. And I honestly think that it's serious debate that he's just as good as Adam Thielen. Eight, Terry McLaurin. I think he's going to continue to get better, especially um, as he builds a, a role in that Washington football team offense, and hopefully they can get that quarterback position all handled nicely by next season. Seven, guys, I have Allen Robinson, and before I continue to say my spiel about Aaron, Allen Robinson, we have a call-in from Anthony Holman. Hey, Sister Sam Bog. It's your fan, Holman, you know. Chicago Bears diehard fan, 2021-2022 Super Bowl champs. Uh, what do you think about Chicago's quarterback situation next year? I really want Deshaun Watson, but there's a lot of good quarterbacks this year in the free agent and in the trading market. All right, guys, we heard Anthony's question. Uh, we definitely think that that quarterback position for the Bears is going to be interesting going forward to next year. Obviously, Deshaun Watson is a great name, and he's going to be linked to a lot of places until he actually gets traded. Do you guys have any suggestions, or, or, or what do you guys think is going to be the Bears quarterback scenario situation next year? I think it's going to be tough to, you know, really trade for somebody we don't we all know about their draft capital situation. Traded a lot for Khalil Mack, traded up for Mitch Trubisky. I honestly think another year of Mitch is probably the proper direction to go, even though it might not be the best. But you just really got to get that draft capital back and fix that salary cap situation. Yeah, I feel the same way. I say continue with Mitch. And then see, honestly, if the Lions are rolling a pot with, with Matthew Stafford, I mean, I feel like he's the perfect guy. He never really had a defense behind him. Uh, he's tough. He's gritty. He can play in the cold. He knows the division well. Uh, I know that might stop the trade as a whole, but if they're like, hey, like this guy's not for our franchise anymore, we're going to reboot, and they get a good offer, I mean, I feel like he can make something happen, especially with Allen Robinson going deep. I mean, Stafford throws for like 300 yards a game, meaningless or not, he still does it. Been saying it for weeks and weeks and weeks, and I've been manifesting and manifesting and manifesting. But Carson Wentz to the Chicago Bears. Holman, I know it's not what you want to hear, but it is what it is. To think that you would rather Mitchell Trubisky than Carson Wentz, that just goes to show. Just goes to show. Your jump shot's broken. So is your uh, quarterback position opinions. No, I definitely hear that, and it's going to be tough, but Allen Robinson definitely deserved a spot inside my wide receiver top 10s for the 2020 season. I mean, he balled, and I don't know if he's necessarily going to be with the Bears again next year. I don't really think that matters, though, because Allen Robinson's still going to continue to do his thing. And guys, at six, I've been pointing out a lot of hate for this guy, but I, I do like him a lot, and that's DK Metcalf. And the only reason why, you know, I really debate this a lot is because, 
you know, DK Metcalf getting compared to Calvin Johnson, I mean, that's just so tough at this point in his career to really do. I mean, just because DK can ball and he's big doesn't necessarily mean we need to make those comparisons. And Calvin's an all-time receiver, and to have DK to try and live up to that hype, I mean, I know he has a Hall of Fame quarterback, but you don't necessarily have to put those things around him. DK Metcalf had six, and I definitely think he could work his way up the list next season. Yeah, we, we got to put a hold on the Megatron talk for uh, a long time. A long, <laughs> long time. Uh, but Steve, at 10-9, I also have uh, Evans and Justin Jefferson. Both great seasons. I would say Mike Evans slightly underproduced given the circumstances, but he was hurt. So uh, at eight, I had A.J. Brown. I feel like that dude went under the radar all season, uh, had the most touchdowns receiving and yards for his team. I think he had the most receiving yards and touchdowns in the division as well, and he's really the only viable option on that team. Uh, he played great with Ryan Tannehill, so there's nothing more I can say. He's a very good wide receiver who is going to just keep getting better. Uh, at seven, I have A-Rob. I mean – even with Trubisky, Foles, uh, the guy still produced over 1,000 yards. Sadly, only like five touchdowns on the season. But, I mean, when you get those guys throwing you, it's like, what are you supposed to do? He still was awesome all year long, uh, especially for fantasy for me and Kev. That's, uh, we owe him one. <laughs> Maybe not Kev because he didn't win anything. But, uh, six, I have Calvin Ridley. Uh, usually this is my spot for Julio, the number one uh, Atlanta receiver. But he was out most of the season. And, and Ridley's the best number two on the planet. The guy just gets it done in the end zone all the time. Tons of yards, tons of run after the catch. He, he is really the only saving grace of that offense when Julio is out. Yeah, so my list is a little funky, but you know, it is what it is. It's Kev's list. Wouldn't be Kev's list if it wasn't a little uh, little funky. At 10, I got Terry McLaurin. I think he would have had a better year. Obviously, we knew what that quarterback situation was like all year. And, you know, that offense really still isn't that put together yet. So I think if he was on another team, he's, you know, arguably – Definitely a top 10 receiver, arguably top 6 or 7, but it is what it is. At 9, I got A.J. Brown. Again, great year, Ryan Tannehill, and he's only going to keep getting better. At 8, I got D.K. At 7, I got Calvin Ridley. And then at 6, shout out Tiki, I got that boy, Mike Evans. Wow, Mike Evans at 6. That's a little high, Kev, I'm not going to lie. Everybody, <laughs> I think you named like 3 guys above him who had like better numbers. Than those. I hear that. 3 hamstrings later. Yeah, I mean, he he definitely was banged up a lot this year, but I I, I want to give I want to give the credit there too, but maybe uh, next year. So guys, going into my top five, gotta say, at first when I did this, it was going to be a little bit different. At five, I have Calvin Ridley, so definitely going to be tough. I almost had him at four, honestly, over Tyreek Hill. So Tyreek Hill's my four, Calvin Ridley's my five, but Lou, like you said, he's a number two and. If he was the number one on the team, maybe I could value him there. But I can't take anything away from Tyreek Hill at four. And dude's an absolute beast. I mean, trying to keep up with the speed for him is absolutely crazy. And it, it's tough. And no matter how many guys you have covering him, it just seems that he's just outrunning you, you know? At three, I got D-Hop. And guys, that, that relationship with Kyla Murray definitely wasn't perfect this year. But I think as as the year goes on, I mean, that's gotta it's got to develop. You know what I mean? Uh, two, I have Stephon Diggs. So, Kev, I hope you don't have Stephon Diggs at one because uh, Devontae Adams definitely deserves that spot. But, yeah, Stephon Diggs at two. He balled out, and it's crazy to see what his potential became now that he left Minnesota. One, guys, Devontae Adams, 18 touchdowns. What did he play, 13 games? Come on, it, it, it's not even fair. Dudes are doubting that dude Rodgers. They're doubting Devontae Adams, and here they are being beast. Yeah, man. Honestly, at five, uh, I've got DK. 
I mean, he had a great year, like, but he really has to work on catching the football, like, when it's in his hands, and then just, I mean, Jalen Ramsey is just that guy's kryptonite to, like, no end. He, he puts him on lock, but he's still a great receiver, great speed, very physical, just needs to work on his hands. Uh, at four, I have D-Hop, and I only have D-Hop at four, not, not because I think he's a worse receiver than the rest of the three, I just didn't think he had as good of a season as the other three. Um, and that relationship with Kyler Murray will, will get better. It's a ton of growing pains, you know. Just just one year together, so that is what it is. Uh, three, I have Tyree Kill. I mean, he even had some rushing touchdowns this season. The guy does it all. Can't catch the cheetah, so that's, <laughs> that just is what it is. Uh, two, I had Diggs. I mean, like Steve said, the relationship is just perfect. Uh, he's on a team where he is used to his fullest potential, and, and he's in his prime, man. So let's see what he can do and what records he can set for Buffalo. He's already probably the greatest Buffalo receiver that's ever lived. Probably. One season, so. Lou, remember Stevie Johnson? Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was talking to Kev about him the other day, and Kev forgot who Stevie Johnson was. Okay, so. wow, him and Action Fred Jackson back <laughs> on the Bills. Uh, and then at one, I have Devontae Adams. I mean, he, he, he literally is the only wide receiver, I would say, outside of Julio and D-Hop that, like, Jalen Ramsey just has 0% chance to stop them. Like, it, it's just not possible. Hands, speed, physical ability, chemistry with the quarterback. It, All of it. It's ridiculous. It's it's one of the greatest wide receiver seasons we've ever seen. All right, I'm going I'm going full Band-Aid mode on this one. Oh, I'm going to raffle it off. <laughs> Five through one. No detail, just names. Five, I got Thielen. Four, I got Tyreek Hill. Three, D-Hop. Two, Stephon Diggs. One, Devontae Adams. That's the top five right there, baby. Wow. Thielen entry, Love the Thielen entry. Hey, I do, I do respect the Thielen entry, but Kev, I was, I was definitely expecting the digs out one. I had to get my phone out for that. Um, but, but happy you didn't mess up the rankings there. So, so glad we all saw the same amount of respect for Devonte Adams. Guys, unanimous. So definitely unanimous there with him, and and we had unanimous with Aaron Rodgers. We had unanimous with Derrick Henry. So I'm glad that we can finally get Kev on our page, Lou. Um, that's gonna wrap things up for our 2020 wide receiver rankings. And next, you guys will be getting the tight ends before we go to our defensive studs. Make sure to tune into the rest of our episodes this week. Make sure to leave us that five star review. And don't forget, guys, DM us, send us a text message, your favorite podcasters. If you guys want to get your chance on the show, get a call in. That's going to wrap things up, guys. Peace out.